This is Melissa Lamb, and, and you're listening, listening to Topa Talk. Talk. Hello, listeners. Welcome. Today, we have Katie Cook in the house. Uh, she is with the nonprofit, The Little Farm in Ojai. Hi, Katie. Welcome. Hi, guys. So tell us a little bit about how you got started. Um, with well, first of all, what is The Little Farm in Ojai? Yeah, it's, well, it's a nonprofit that it's like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let her tell but, it. But <laughs> Sorry. He brought, he brought Katie here for a reason. Sorry. I was just. Can she, I, can Melissa? I, this is the most excited she's ever been. Can for I an tell interview. you? I have been so when we were like brainstorming. I'm gonna sidetrack for one second. Already, we're two minutes in. Let's make it about us real quick. <laughs> <laughs> when we were brainstorming, like people we wanted to interview, who we wanted to get on, like we've covered like a lot of artists. We have a designer. We have like musicians. We have comedians. We Melissa have just of, kept writing I down like, animals. I want animals. I want animals. I want animals. <laughs> it wasn't animals. like it wasn't in any form that made sense we just kept writing animals and Stephanie's like what do you mean what, what do we mean? interview a dog I was like I <laughs> which know, would be wanna, cool I was like I want to interview somebody that like works with animals and then I don't even Alexis remember. Mixter went to your event um that you had earlier this That's summer what it was and we were like freaking out we were like dming her like texting her being like where did you go what was that who is that who who what who what where when why <laughs> And she directed us to your page. And then I instantly was like, I just missed your event yesterday, but we're like freaking out that you're here in Ojai and we need to like yeah. connect with you. And then that's how we got the whole ball rolling. But Melissa, when I told her we found, I found you and all this stuff, she's like a little kid about she this. She geeked out a little she bit. She geeked out. She's like, yeah. oh my God. Like <laughs> she's like freaking out, which was really sweet. And so it's really and fun And Alexis is amazing. Oh yeah. yeah. Alexis. Shouts out. Alexis. Yeah. Hi Alexis. <laughs> Hi Alexis. <laughs> okay. So back to you. Okay, so back so to we what? have Katie <laughs> here with us today. <laughs> so tell us a little bit um, about The Little Farm in Ohio. Um, We are a 501c3 nonprofit farm, farmed animal sanctuary and rescue. Um, we work with, I say we a lot, but it's mostly just me at this point. Um, we work with, um, what would be considered traditional livestock and farmed animals, basically anything that you would or hopefully would not uh, eat or milk. Um, that is kind of our, our crew of animals that, that come to us. So they're, you're rescuing them from, from like being slaughtered or we, from- we do open auction. Yeah. We go to open auction houses. Um, not regularly. Um, there, there doesn't, it's not, it's a very, very depressing um, place to find to, to end up being at. Um, but I, I get a lot of calls where people just find themselves at places. Um, they're passing by and they're no longer looking the other way and they see something that just doesn't look right. So I work with um, animal control and for neglect cases, hoarding cases. Um, there aren't really a lot of laws that protect uh livestock so the the standards of care are really bad i can imagine the hoarding issue is just like yeah that's what's always most upsetting about those tv shows that they do yeah it's, is the animal abuse it's yeah. just really depressing it's pretty heavy and um and livestock don't really have a lot of laws to protect them um they're they're i guess the the impression is that it's a it's a pretty small window of existence so the standards are really small um so 
if it's bad enough for someone to walk by or they have a neighboring farm or something um, and something goes off, there are steps to, to get involved, but I usually get flagged really quickly. Um, I get a lot of calls for um, pot belly pigs, which we don't work with, but I have an incredible network of friends who specifically work with pot belly pig rescue. Um, but pot bellies are, or the fabled, uh, I'm doing air quotes as if people will. Mm-hmm. Well, know that I'm doing that. Um, I know. The, we, for, we forget this isn't a yeah. video. Sometimes. I will like point at things and be like, do you see this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fabled mini pig. Um, I get a lot of calls for those because people don't realize that, um, that there's no such thing. And by the they, way, it's so upsetting. It's, it's so frustrating. It's I see it all the time. It, too. And it never ends. It's hilarious. It's like, oh, I got this. I mean, they're so adorable and they're like, super intelligent. Um, so they respond in and the way an intelligent animal would respond when it's yeah. locked in an apartment all day. Because they're cute and little in an apartment, and then all of a sudden it's 110, 120 pounds. Oh, it's these people there's that no think they're getting thing. a... There's, there's no, no such thing. There's no such thing. Um, so I really? get a lot of those calls. Right. So you don't even know that, right? Because no, it's like I had you no would idea. Think. Yeah. So miniature pig is anything, um, legally is anything under 300 pounds. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. So breeders, when they when they are saying mini potbelly pig. I'm a miniature pig. Yeah, I am a miniature pig. Um, <laughs> when, proud. Yes, <laughs> proud. Um, they are usually showing a photo of, of an animal that um, is not accurately uh, tagged as the age that they're saying it is. So it's actually, it's a nine-month-old pig. Yeah, I was going to say, it's is. like a baby. Yeah. And they're um, like, look at this three-year-old mini pig. Yeah, and it's actually what? only like two months. And so we get a lot of those calls. And then I, I've kind of collected this amazing network of potbelly pig rescue. So I work with a lot of other rescues um, when it ever crosses over into something that's not my jam. You have a goat named Otto. I do. And that's my dog's name. So obviously I already love him. Yeah. But can you give us like his story? Yes. Well, he's a little sheep. Oh my bad. It's okay. <laughs> I really wanted him to be a goat. Though. No, he's a little. He's a little I'm lamb. Kind of upset now. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> he's a little. He's going to be a he's little so ram. He's a little. Cute. He's very cute. Um, he actually had his leg broken in three places. Um, we don't know how or why. Um, we can make some assumptions based off mm. of the property that he was at. But I try really hard not to. Um, it's already sad. I try really hard not to get into like the kind of human nature of dramatizing something. Be like, well first he jumped off a building and then and then he was set on fire and then you know i try really hard to just keep it really simple he has a leg that's broken in three places and without medical intervention he will never be able to walk properly so um we were lucky that we got him um we had to reset and break his leg i think it was four times um because it just it was so badly broken and crooked um but the placement of where the breaks were um there wasn't really pins and things that could have it, – it just wasn't looking great. Um, but we have an incredible team of vets that we kind of rotate between this group. Someone's really good at this or someone's really good at that, um, which was very hard in the beginning, finding vets who not only had the expertise but also would treat me the same as someone calling for a dog. Um, so I've, I have now collected a really incre- – I'm very grateful, an incredible group of vets that um, – have helped me out. And so Otto now, um, I was actually with him just a few minutes ago and he's sprinting, he's sprinting off of, um, like jumping off of the play yard and chasing. He looks like he's doing parkour. Like he's doing his sheep thing. He's doing what a little boy sheep, goat should do they just like hop they, they hop just, like, make yeah and then they jump in the air and then like Cha-ching! yeah you know they, they're so cute to watch yeah he's they're just really like cute. little spaz and we have a few little spazzes right now that are all playing with each other the way that it should be 
Um, and we're lifelong, so they'll stay with us forever. The only thing we adopt out, um, if we are to adopt something out, would be horses. Um, oh, okay. uh, we do, we, you know, rehabilitate and rescue horses and we'll, we will adopt out. We haven't, um, done a lot of that, but that will be part of our like future plan. Um, it's very hard to find a home. Why wouldn't in. you like adopt out like a goat to like a, like a, because they're, they're social animals. So they'll need, someone would need multiple goats and we already have established yeah. herds. So they're coming in and, and finding their people and finding their, their groups. And so it, it just makes more sense to keep that social it's crew more together. traumatizing to like move it, them to and yeah. goats goats like get depression they, and they get, deal with and i hear we we interviewed grace from poco farms mm-hmm. she was telling us that a goat can turn in like a couple of hours from oh yeah from like a perfectly healthy goat to yeah. all of a sudden it's like this huge health issue yeah especially the littles like they'll they drop quick yeah. um, and so that's why anytime we're doing um anytime we're doing little touch and go rescues I never feel confident until like we have one right now and he's awesome but I know that it can change um end of the day so it's like it's very scary with the babies yeah so I you were so gracious to interview with us in the morning but you mentioned that you've been up since 4 30 can you tell can you like do a day in the life of 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 Katie (laughs) somehow she found time to record with us well my husband's covering right now so he's he's covering your shift (laughs) thanks Les um but um yeah so I we get up um the animals kind of dictate now where and when they I mean we are not in our dream ideal location so um we have kind of converted and made space make sense for now um it's working it logistically it's awful but um, so we're kind of spread out amongst a bunch of different properties and I do my rounds. Um, the dream would be to get one space and consolidate everybody over, set up a volunteer program, be open to the public. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's the plan. Um, it's just, I haven't won the lottery yet. So, so. yeah, I was curious. So you mentioned just now that you have multiple, you have multiple areas that you hold. So you don't have like one giant piece of property. No, unfortunately, no. Our, we, we, our house is been converted completely into like it's our medical quarantine zone um so they land with us and then they graduate off kind of is the concept um but then they've kind of worked into these little zones these little crews so it's hard to pick up and take the whole crew so it's just our house has been turned into um our entire back property has been turned into kind of our hq and then our neighbors next door um this incredible couple they decided that their yard was too much or their property was just too much so they fenced i have too much land yeah they 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 moved here um they bought their house years ago they had rented it and then they came they are now officially back in ohio and they looked in the backyard and they were like yeah we i can't can't do this i can't keep up with that like it's it's they didn't want to come home to work i feel that yeah they so they fenced their yard to look like a traditional suburban Mm -hmm. backyard and then the entire back three quarters of an acre I think it is they gave to us oh my so God. we cut the chain link between us and Saints. we have a super nice Saints. so now I spread over now that the alpacas are over here and oh it just goodness. turned into this whole thing so we're kind of spreading out but the yeah the plan that we're working very hard towards is is finding that dream property we need to go back okay we backwards need to go sorry way back mm-hmm. you were born and now you are running <laughs> and now I'm here surprise yeah get us get us how, here how because you have kids, you have a husband. I, I it do. sounds like this is a great story, I feel. Um, 
I don't know. Well, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know how things just fucking happen? I've always worked in rescue. I've, I've always, yeah, but it was more traditional dog and cat, um, kind of where that, where I was, there weren't goats walking down the street or where were you? Did you grow up in Ojai? No, I'm actually, origin um, story. Let's do it. Uh, okay. Um, I was born in Virginia. Oh, okay. Um, my mother's Greek. So I was raised overseas. Um, and then came back to the States, uh, when we were kind of entering into middle school, high school and college for my sister. Um, and, um, but we weren't in, in, there's farms in Greece and things, but it was not the best example of, of farming practices. Um, and so it was always kind of just there. And my parents were extremely supportive of, you know, pull over, there's a dog or, Look Aww. at these kittens I found. And it was always more traditional rescue. Yeah. Um, and then when we moved here, um, my husband has been been playing in the Ojai tennis tournament since he was eight. So he feels part of his, like part of his yeah. childhood. He grew up here. Yeah. Um, and so when he, when we started dating, it was like, I, I really, I want to take you to this place. It's really great. And, uh, did you guys, did you meet in Virginia? No, we met out here. I was in Venice. Okay, um, okay. Yeah, we met out here and um and then he brought me to Ojai and every time we had something good or bad happening, it was always we retreated to Ojai. And so it kind of became our our consistent place to go. Um so I said with or without you, <clears throat> I'm moving to Ojai. <laughs> so um but then when we started having kids, it was pretty easy to say like time to wrap it up and let's go. No, this is a great community to raise kids it was amazing um timing was funny i had just opened a shop um i had it was doing really well and what was the shop i opened um a dog and cat boutique called bruno's named after my dog um yeah on lincoln um and yeah which was just starting to really just take a huge amazing turn excuse me um and um and then my daughter was born and Three months later, I got pregnant with my son. Amazing. Knock it out. Awful. <laughs> was it awful? Awful life you like, what, Did you go like back for your like daughter's checkup and they were like, oh, by the way, you're pregnant again? Yeah, no, it was, it was just not the best <laughs> timing of things. That's hilarious. I've always thought like, yeah, just knock it out 18 months apart. Like, yeah. let's just well, do this. 13. 13 months apart. Yeah. Barely. Barely. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was an interesting period of, of life body changes yeah Yeah, your body was probably like what the but i figured if you're gonna do it did you have two kids and you're done two kids and done yeah exactly you're done bing bang bongo yeah Yeah. two kids and done two Um, years of your three years of your life yeah and then we go through all the gnarly stuff they all do it together all together do you have a son and a daughter yeah you you almost have twins yeah they are they kind of operate as twins um but you get through all the gnarly stuff the, the blessings you get through the blessings first no thank you for was being that real. air quotes too. yeah that was air quotes. Some air quotes on the um, blessings yeah um and then now they're just they're navigating as this little duo and they're they're really really rad and very sweet and um Aww, how and old are they four and three okay cool do so they help out with the animals they are they like try excited? they want to <laughs> they want to and they try there do, are do they do more do more damage, damage. <laughs> well there's also not not all of my animal majority of my animals they are very kind, um, but they're um, like I have a almost eight hundred pound farm hog. Like, yeah, please he, don't get near that. Please, and he's there's not a mean bone in his body, but if he turns and and clears you, like this. Oh wow, she's is, a big bruise. This is not mean. This was I was rubbing, and he was just so it was scratching someone's back, and he leaned back for more and just just grazed me. 
um, with a horn. So it's like, they're not, there's nothing mean. It's just my people are little. And when Will steps on my foot, it's brutal. So if he steps on a baby's foot, I don't know what's going on with my voice right now. It's going to be <clears throat> really tough. So they try, but they're kind of more of a liability yeah. than they are helpful. Um, so they help with like the easier thing, like the chickens or the baby goats. They'll help bottle. Okay. So you moved to Ohio. Yes. You have two kids in 13 months. More, more than that, but more time than that. But yeah. So, um, and how do you start rescuing goats? Um, so we moved here. We were actually buying a property and... I was pregnant and kind of all over the place. And my husband very uh, cautiously said, maybe don't take this the wrong way, but you're great, but maybe we should just rent while you get your bearings. And I was like, no, I know. And he was like, no, no, no. And he was right because thankfully we do not have the house that we were looking. It would have not have been the right space for us. We ended up renting a house that had a huge lot behind it. Um, and they were very like, whatever you want to do, just clean up when you leave. Yeah. Um, and I took that as yes. I'm going yes, thank you. Out. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so it actually started with someone sending me a um, a poster for a mini horse that was free to good home. Do many horses actually exist? It's like a. Pony. I have a no. It's a miniature Shetland. Um, he's how much does he weigh? Two hundred pounds. Two hundred. Oh nah, two hundred and thirty pounds. Um, he's, does he look like a donkey or no, no, he, he, he's pretty ridiculous little creature. <laughs> I already yeah. have him. He's really handsome, oh but God. he's, and he's very proud of himself. So you're like free to a good home. You're like, which um, I panicked because in the dog world, free to good home. There's, there's no really there's background some. checking. There's no, yeah. And I, which, and he's, he wasn't, um, uh, minis are, minis are kind of notoriously little jerks and um, okay so your concern was like he's gonna go to a home that has no clue he's how gonna to go to a this. petting zoo he's type scenario and he's gonna kick abused, or, or yeah. no he's gonna okay. hurt somebody and okay. then and then get dumped not somewhere nice right um i was like he doesn't he is so cute it makes sense that he immediately should be at kids birthday parties and that would have been the worst thing that could have ever happened to him um he was a liability and a nightmare for the first, I would say, almost a year it took for him to come around. He is rad now. He just need, They're extremely social, and he had almost seven years tucked in the back of a property, not really chatting with anybody. So he, was, he wasn't happy. So he was fed well, and, um, and they were not mean to him. They just didn't do, you know, they weren't loving on him every day and it's a horse it's it they you know they they need their 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 herd animal their pack animal so so was that the first like that was bigger kind of the, animal that that you... was my gateway animal was pinto gus <laughs> a, a miniature horse <laughs> a ridiculous as they always say it's always the gateway it was it was, it was the, the gateway it was my first tattoo and it just went downhill from there <laughs> um i mean he walked to the farmer's market with us on lead like he's he ended up He's obviously still alive. I don't know why I'm talking about him in the past <laughs> tense. Um, but he um, he just turned into this really rad. We just had to work with him. Um, and there were moments where I was like, well, you're you're going to be tough. <laughs> I think my my sister and her family came to visit one holiday. And they our neighbors in the back had a rental. Um, and they stayed in the back property. And there was an opening in the gate. And they had to walk the back. We called it the back 40. They had to walk the whole back property to get 
into the back door of our house, but that was through Gus's open <laughs> he's, pasture. He's like, this is my spot. And they were my <laughs> nephews and nieces, my my nephews and niece teenagers. So I was like, you can totally do it, but you just had to run. Like if Gus, and sure enough, they, there were moments where they were coming down the field and we were sitting in the house watching and you just see his ears go pin back. And you're like, Gus is and activated. I'm like, Gus is getting you guys. You better. And I was like, run. And he's just like, yes, this is the game. And he, I mean, he legit chased everybody and he's little. You redirect his body, but it's just like, you don't understand oh what to God. do with him. Cause he's such, he's such an awkward little creature. Um, but he's very cool. We had, we rescued, um, another mini, um, at the beginning of this year. I was um, going to say, does he have like a best friend? He had a best friend. She passed away, um, but she did some incredible things to him. Um, she softened him so much um, and was really blatant. Like it doesn't matter. Like blatantly, you can see how much of his personality extra softened. Um, so he now, oddly enough, is paired with um, two younger female goats, loves them. They're babies and he's extremely gentle um, he lets them eat first. Like none of the things he Gus. Yeah, he's a good boy. Oh, he's that, a weirdo. That but he's, gave me a little chill. I know. Yeah. I so and I think I think Zoe, um, our other mini that's not with us anymore, um, I think she definitely impacted him. Leave it to the female to like Zoe. <laughs> to like yeah. <laughs> Melissa, not everything's a woman's issue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we do this too often. <laughs> so how many animals do you now? have under your care um we i don't i have our full roster um but we have, have to name them all too right now yeah they need i, ages could, I can <laughs> um um but then that will be the whole show um we have um mini horses alpacas um pigs of all variations all the different um breeds of of pigs uh same with goats and sheep uh chickens ducks turkeys Okay, I, think I had a duck growing up, and I probably shouldn't have now that we're sitting in this room together. <laughs> so uh, I'm just going to tell a story anyways. Whatever. You guys can judge me later <laughs> or no. Um, so my cousins were at a Starbucks, and I was like, uh, how old was I? I was probably like 13, 12, 13. So my cousins were at a Starbucks, and this person had a box of ducklings, like little baby ducks. Yeah. And they were just like, take a duck home. So they took a duck home. And they lived in like a suburban house, like, hello. And so they were like, <laughs> we don't want this duck. And my dad was like, we'll take the duck. And I was like, this is the coolest thing my dad's ever done. So this little duckling lived with me and he slept in my bed, which is disgusting. Because you know anything about ducks, they just fucking shit everywhere. They're one of my favorite things in the world. No. They are so dirty. They're disgusting. And, and when they get out and they shake their little tail, which I love, except for it flings it all everywhere. over you. It's everywhere. Just, yeah. But I... I still did it, you guys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until he got bigger. But his name was Starduck because he was found at Starbucks and we had a pool. And so he, we would swim together. Makes sense. We would swim together and he would chase me in the pool. And like he was so fast that his little. How long did you have that? Well, I'm getting to the sad part soon. Oh, so we had him for a while. Honestly, we had a pond. So he like hung out in this pond area and he would swim with me in the pool. And he would always like scratch me because he was faster swimmer than me, yeah. which was you know, working out my backstroke. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and so he was so sweet and we loved him and he hung out in the, we had a, we had a turtle that hung out in the pond and we had some koi fish or whatever and some raccoons got him. Yeah. Eventually, but he was really cool and we had him for at least a year or more, but yeah, startup. Yeah. They're very cool. Was we've, a dude. We have some new, new ducks that just arrived. Um, 
and and it's funny who ends up with us. Um, I get a lot of like, oh, I can't keep my animals anymore. And I feel, I mean, obviously I feel for the animals, but it's, I, I can't take in every, like I, I have to right now with a, with a very limited space, I have to reserve our space for the more kind of emergency scenarios. But there are some situations that come up where, um, they're, they're, they were pets and then life changes and, and you can't take your duck with you to your and, rental apartment. Right. Or, you know, or just, uh, you know, they are doing the right thing. And, and, and I don't get mad at that. I just, I, I get it. Life changes and, and, but you're being responsible. Uh, you and know, you're trying to find, you've been trying to find a home for your goats for four months. You've been trying to ho- find a home for your duck for ducks for a year. So this woman reached out to me and she has three um, beautiful ducks and would I consider taking them their pets? Her daughter hatched them in a hatchling project. I had that whole conversation with her afterwards. It was a teaching moment. Um, and um, wait, you don't want us to do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, the hatchling projects, um, just as cute as they are, um, with all the local schools doing the hatchling projects, um, inevitably, let's say you do one egg per child. And so there's 15 kids in that class. So 15 chicks are born. How many boys? And then I get the call. But that's not part of the that's not part of the teaching lesson for the kids. That's just they just see the cute part, and I'm I'm not. They don't see the like upkeep and taking care and the well, rest. Well, and I don't necessarily think they need to be. It's not a 4-H program. It's a cute elementary school. I get the I get the idea. My kids are little, and I I see you know the excitement of right. of watching an egg and a hatch and the whole thing. But the whole big picture is all of a sudden I I, I the last two bits are missing, and I think the the he went to a good home lie is tough because it's every single year right four schools and it's just hey we've got six roosters this year and it's just uh, we're not a we're not a dump and it's just it's a problem that is they're creating it themselves and so it's just there's other ways to do really awesome educational things that don't end up having to why don't they just go to like a normal farm like why do they have to each do their own it's because it's all in money the, it's in the school and, no yeah. it's 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 well, it costs money it's, to get kids on a bus and take them to a true farm. true and there's insurance and liability and all yeah. that stuff no but i mean it's it's a cute I, I i mean they're in the classroom and every day the kids come and watch their egg and then but then their egg is a boy and now it's like hey will you take well and i'm just like well that's awesome but it's every single school so year can i ask um, a personal question sure so i'm assuming you're are, are you a vegetarian I'm vegan. you're vegan okay yeah so and there's yeah. a difference vegan plant-based are mm-hmm. different which um i, I explain think, so explain yourself so vegan um the way that i operate around those two words vegan is um everything you your your clothes your products your food um everything is um cruelty free and not from an animal um plant-based is um your your food intake so um i and that's a new it's kind of a newer term so um vegan is like a lifestyle exactly and plant-based is a is a A diet diet okay um but people use vegan as part of their diet explanation when everyone okay so would you say that most vegans or like if you're vegan you don't eat honey uh, you're not supposed to. Okay. Yeah. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to wear silk. Do you um, do honey? I don't. Okay. Um, 
But, um, I mean, and there are also just in everything, there are degrees of vegan. Right. So. Oh yeah. I'm a fake vegetarian. Like, yeah, there's a degree of everything. And I think plant-based, the term plant-based, um, is, is getting a lot more attraction now, um, because it's a gentler, less aggressive vegan comes with a lot of additional connotations of you're an activist and you're this and you're that. And sometimes it can turn people off, um, fuck them yeah so i get i get frustrated with that i i do i feel frustrated by the fact that other people care deeply about what i eat and i'm and it's and it's oops it's frustrating to me because i don't understand why what i'm eating is making you upset like what you're eating makes me upset but i keep it to myself like do you know what i mean like when i tell people i'm a vegetarian like oh my god i how can you not eat steak or whatever i'm like what do you care oh i love the like when i post the pictures and everyone's like "Mm, bacon and i was like okay i don't know how many times i can hear that joke oh no and it's it's i got it post pictures of the pig like a piglet and they're like and i get the one random Mm, guy it's a dude yeah it's usually a guy (laughs) women's issue it's usually a guy then it's in there you know and and i get it but it's so cheap and easy and it's just like oh, I've never heard that before and great thanks. But it's also like, it's, it's, um, it just kind of throws me off because I'm just like, uh, I get it. It's also, like, no, I've got a younger, audience. do you but understand I, what this is? Like, well, sometimes it's, doing? it's on purpose to, oh, po- you know, to, to poke the bear. Like of it's course. on, it's on purpose, but then sometimes it's, it's not, it's just someone being like dumb and funny and then so were you vegan your whole life? No. Or plant-based? Um, like, so when did you make that transition um, out of this? Probably no. I, my mom's Greek, so there's usually three to four animals in every meal, and it's um, culturally a lot of not, dairy, right? Um, n- not a ton of dairy, um, but a, like a, a lot of fish, a lot of goat, a lot of lamb. Um, um, those are you know those are normal staples. Um, and it was, I don't know when it when it clicked officially um was vegetarian for a really long time and then um my husband when we met um was also vegetarian and then uh it was just was kind of an easy transition i think too for me the conversation of of cutting dairy out um usually dairy is the last thing that people that's the last thing they hold on to and then that's there as they're slowly but dairy is actually one of the meanest of the products really can you explain that a little Um, bit because i had no idea um i mean all of it's for me all of it's pretty brutal but um dairy the only way to have an animal create dairy is the same way to have us create dairy so they have to get pregnant Mm -hmm. um the boys are immediately taken away and they're usually put on um like there's a divider line and then they put the babies on one side and the parent, the mom's on the other side. So it induces lactation, but they can't actually lose product. Um, so the mom, th- so the and when baby- you say lose product, you milk. mean feeding, feeding their, their babies. Baby. Yeah. Let's and get so clear about that. Yes. Yes. Like, but fuck. yeah, from a business standpoint, right. They, they need, can't lose pro- they can't yeah. lose all of that. That's and that's money. including colostrum. That's all the things that the baby needs. The babies are cold, um, which is separated and either sent to slaughter or, 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 or auction. Um, we've got yeah, people eat baby cows calves what is it called veal veal yeah Yeah. that's just and that's another fun thing i can't we have words to cover what it is so it's veal is a baby calf beef is a cow pork is a pig like we just kind of cover up it's the disconnect that throws me off i've never thought about that like yeah like yeah spanish you would say like it's a social whatever it's a social construct yeah yeah we just kind of 
it's, it's a the, way to put a band-aid it's the disconnected kind of ignorance is bliss and just yeah not but um so isn't so, there argue sorry to get sidetracked isn't there an argument that like we do need to eat animals like as part of like our the healthiness of our ecosystem like your personal no. body ecosystem or the no, environment the environment no 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 meat do i have that backwards yeah yes. meat production okay. is, yeah <laughs> meat production is easily one of the most detrimental like it environmental is. detrimental things that happens in the world yeah so my my narrative is different than um and everyone has their own voice in all of this um in in life but mine um I'd rather just have an have a gentle conversation with someone about um so if you are raw top of the food chain and you deserve meat well, then I want to talk to you about what you are putting in your body um not to get super weird but why does your 8-year-old already starting to have her period and you know there are there are reasons why our food system is 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 broken and dirty and gross and then you know or you're really hardcore about global warming and you drive a Prius, but you eat meat, get rid of your Prius and stop eating meat. That's the bigger impact right, right. there. Um, the yeah. environmental impact of, of the, of these factory farms are insane. It's insane. And I kind of want to like sidetrack even more because I feel like what's so cool right now is everybody being really upset about what's going on in the Amazon. And what the, is the huge disconnect about that is that first of all, that's been going on for a very, very, mm -hmm. very long time. Every time you get a burger from McDonald's, you're supporting the process that has put the Amazon where it's at. Not to mention, if you're a vegan or a vegetarian and you consume soy products, you're doing just as much damage as if you were eating a cheeseburger. So it's like the education and consumer understanding is so lost on people. You can be I'm a, a prime example. You can yeah, it's you can be a vegan and think that you're like saving really the world but, it, but if you eat soy you're just you're it's, just <laughs> it's trying to find the lesser of the two evils but then trying and then educating yourself beyond that yeah. too and people don't want to feel responsible for no. their decisions like like when it comes to just eating like people don't want to connect responsibility with that they don't they don't actually want to connect it with going to target and buying a dress either we've talked about this with grace in depth about it's it's every everything you do is a decision yeah Everything you do is a And decision. it can get exhausting. It is exhausting. It's exhausting and we're running around like crazy and we're trying to get the kids to school and we're trying to make sure we do the pay our mortgage and we're you know, it's 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 exhausting trying to be the best version. So that's why I'm not really ever mad at anyone. I just wanna yeah. I just wanna have a conversation and um but it's it's funny because oftentimes I'm met with like the eye roll and the, you know, oh, yeah, oh here it. we go again. No, I and love I'm like, it. When oh, people that's are like, a bummer. Like, yeah, it is. No. A, yeah. Cause I'm not, I'm not mean. So it's just, no, you're not <laughs> right. Not, not yet. <laughs> like I haven't switched gears yet. We but haven't like, seen it yet. Yeah. But like, I, I, yeah, I'd rather just, I, I would, I would rather, and that's part of like this magical dream space that we're hoping to get. You're hoping and for it to, to find it in Ohio. I yes, right? yeah. How in many o acres would you need? Um, I am shooting for um ten to fifteen acres. Oh, easy peasy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> probably not as easy as it sounds. I would. I was thinking you were gonna acres. say like, like a hundred. No, and I've given up on the forty because that's like you know five million. It's just. I was gonna uh, say ten to fifteen acres in Ohio is as one and a half to three. Yeah, I was gonna say as easy as it seems to get the land, the fucking value isn't like. Yeah, and then amazing. none of it comes I'm with any of the um any of the uh 
stuff that we'll need. Yeah, so like, like fencing, let's just yeah. call it 10 for the sake of conversation. Fencing a 10 acre parcel is 80 grand easy. That's just perimeter fencing. That's just perimeter fencing. If I can get it past council so that I'm not upsetting the Mm -hmm. wildlife walkthrough, but I also don't want to set up a buffet for the local cougars and coyotes. So it's like all you can eat. Yeah. Welcome to um, to our animal golden corral. Here you go. Um, So um, yeah, it's a, it's, if we can get this, this, this space, um, that's you know i feel like i'd want to be like i'm worried that if we can get if, if something magical happens and we get the space then people are gonna be like all right you you got it and then they they back off and that's actually when we need mo- the most support ever do you feel super supported by the, your community here no hey i think um i think i'm just get, starting to get on people's radars i think part of the problem is that we're not open to the public um i'm not um it's m- most of the the animals that aren't in our home, um, the arrangements that I have, they, they don't want a revolving door of volunteers and they don't want on their properties. So, um, and then our property, I do have to try to find some balance so that my husband doesn't leave me and, you know, looks out in the backyard. There's 10 volunteers. There's no outdoor potty. They need to come inside. He's having breakfast. There's random ladies taking their boots off in the kitchen. And he's just like, this has gotten weird. So I'm, I'm trying to find a balance. Um, we've looked in areas that are a little bit more, you know, more obscure and and less expensive but then am I going to make my kids weird because they're not going to have social skills because mama's weird and just put a fence up and didn't want to talk to anybody so (laughs) I'm trying to find a balance with keeping my family happy and normal you're incredible by the way my god but and then also knowing that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and so so far we're all right but um I get I'm like crying right now. No. I can't. So, You're just incredible. Thanks. It just, oh, stop. I know. <laughs> no, no. It just bothers me because the longer it takes me, um, I have a lot of internal guilt. It's just oh who I am. So the longer Same it, girl. Ooh, so, yeah. The Catholic guilt the Catholic is yeah. real. Guilt oh, the Greek. Oh, everyone's like, oh, Catholic, Jewish. And I was like, no, the Greek guilt is serious. My mom can still, she can look at me through the phone. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, but um, no, it just, I have a lot of internal guilt the longer it takes me. And I put it all on myself. The longer it takes me, the more I know I'm not saving. I know I'm going to reach a cap. I know I'm going to reach my, we can't take any more. I just know that I'm not there yet. Um, and it's just, it's a very frustrating position to be in because I, it's good stuff. Like it's good things. Yeah. But it's really hard to, to shake the tree and say like, hey guys, I really, really need you. How can people support your work? Um, the simplest way is... Um, there's a platform called Patreon mm-hmm. um, that a lot of artists I saw and creators. On your website. Yeah. So you have a website. Yes. Um, and there are multiple ways to help, but the easiest way, and they take the least percentage because we are a 501c3. They take the, um, everyone is like, oh, if you do a GoFundMe. And I was like, you have. GoFundMe is actually terrible. I end up losing so much. Like, I think if, if someone gives me $10, this is, my, math is not my thing. Um, but if someone gave me $10, I might get $850. Mm-hmm. And that, that is also like, it, it, and that person wants all the ten dollars to go to you. Anyways. Totally does. Um, and so, and we need it, like all of it. We like, need that two dollars. We really cents. do. Like it, it adds up. And so that's the thing. And so when people say like, oh, every you know, every bit helps. It actually really does. So Patreon is great because um, we get quite a bit of the actual donation. Um, but it's a recurring monthly 
it's almost like a monthly membership and it's Ooh. a recurring thing. So five dollars, ten dollars, two coffees, ten dollars, ten dollars a month. Um, and uh that lets us plan that covers our recurring monthly charges, our feed, our farriers, our supplements, um, no emergencies. That just covers basic operating our basic costs. Uh, not even not even operating costs as far as like utilities or anything that that just feeds everybody um and trims their hooves and and you know cleans up their booties if they've got diarrhea so you have an instagram it's called the little farm in oheim mm-hmm. you have a website people can go and mm-hmm. get to your patreon and then there's it's called the tab is called ways to help okay and there's Amazing. different little clicks on there that you can whatever people are comfortable with some people don't like patreon they want to go old school Venmo or PayPal. Yeah, they send me a check. Can I write you, you a guys, check? she'll take anything. Um, I yeah, but Max, we had we do any have, currency. We she's have ready. yeah, people would some would rather send a check. Um, our address is not public. Um, because we've had quite a few animals dumped over our fence. Um, Damn it! So that and, and and weird animals. Um, like huge tortoise and um, and we've had a dog. Uh, Aww. and who's still with us um we have six now um that just i want to be in your family yeah well you should have brought all six of them i should i know you should have rolled just rolled in (laughs) have will in the back somebody help me unload this um no and my my husband i'm just like oh we'll just foster and he just looks at me now like why do you lie? Why? To me? Why even? Why do you lie? Why? Just stop calling it a foster. <laughs> it's a foster. Um, one day we. But they're seniors. Like w- one of our dogs that we a new new quote unquote foster is more air quotes. He's seventeen. I mean, come on. Come like on. it's just he's just gonna retire with us and call it a day. Um, and he's pooping in the house and it's just it's he's keeping it real sexy. It's like so. a kid. Yeah. So we're just we're just making it work. But um, yeah. I I I don't publicize where we live because it does end up becoming um that's that's a interesting jump situation yes, you, so when people uh, do ask for the mailing address i kind of have to vet them a little bit you're like, like uh send it to my sister's house i'm like what kind of car do you drive <laughs> <laughs> so i can look out for you outside. where do you live <laughs> yeah within 100 miles uh-uh. yeah no um but um yeah i mean we 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 are completely donor supported um and then when we run out of donor support we cover it um i don't accept a paycheck um i this is what i do full time and um we are making it work for now because i am very passionate about what i do and my husband is very passionate about supporting me doing good things so i don't know about you guys but the first thing i'm doing is fucking donating to katie she has really cool merch too i've noticed that you have some really cool merch yeah and hopefully um, in the store um, so wear that around because then people are like oh What's that? And then you tell them and then they'll donate. And yeah, 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 yeah. And well, and I funny, I get a lot of like, um, like I had a, a guy come up to me the other day and he was like, oh my gosh, I saw your documentary. And I was like, what? I have a documentary. Oh my God, I have a documentary now. And I was like, I didn't know. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you're giving you all these awards. And I was like, and I was like, oh, you mean the biggest little farm? Um, and he was like, yeah, it was incredible. And I was like, it's absolutely a beautiful film. That's unfortunately the opposite of what we do. Um, it's a working ranch. All of their animals are 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 raised for, and they kind of glaze over that in the movie. It's a quick, it's a mm. quick point. It's I don't know if you've seen it. It's, I haven't. It's absolutely beautiful. He is a brilliant cinematographer. Um, is that the word cinematographer? You yeah. killed that. Yeah. Um, it, it it's it's visually stunning. Um, but it's uh, two hundred acres, ten million dollar property. With, like, took four million to get it up and running, and then. All of their animals are, they're a part of their 
their ranch's products. Um, and they kind of just glaze over like, it a little bit. We're just going to slightly mention well, this they, and move on yeah. to some more and beautiful. Like They <laughs> slightly mention it for sure. They're not dishonest. They definitely mention it. Um, but a lot of people missed it. So a lot of people come up to me and they're like, oh, my gosh, I loved. I think the pig's name is Eppa or Emma or something. And they're like, you know, I love her and her babies. I was like, well, it's been seven generations of those babies and they're all gone. Like and he wrote a book about it saving emma the pig and i'm just like it's a cute little it's really cute but it's just great marketing but extremely not great marketing well and they i my biggest thing is i i'm not my i don't have the expectation that the biggest little farm in apricot lanes should be or is going to function as far as a business as a fully vegan farm um but it was the lack of transparency as they started hitting the um all of the 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 documentary whatever those the, the shows the the contests and things the circuit um their website changed they removed all of their meat sales from their website um and that that bothered me more than right just because be of the lack of are. transparency like just be you and say oh and and then try the argument that, that they have the most beautiful life until just one day they don't um like but that part really threw me off was the the lack of transparency um and then also being put in their category and you're like actually no i'm like actually no um yeah unfortunately no i would love for them to be comrades are you kidding like they've got 200 gorgeous acres in moorpark like yes please but um i don't have that budget and i don't have that i don't have staff and um, as a nonprofit, can you is can you like apply for grants and stuff from the government? Question I, mark. Yeah. Um, question mark. <laughs> Government's um, not the only one who puts. I can. I know. I know. Um, but they know no, that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, there yeah. are some for... some smaller, more local grants, nonprofit grants, nonprofits giving nonprofits grants. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the larger, um, more um, substantial grants, I'm too small for. Which is kind of mm-hmm. a funny thing in life, like you're like help me get bigger, right? Like, but in but you can't get it until you're big. But when you're big, you don't actually need it anymore. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't afford the dress until you're famous, and then when you're famous, they give it to you for free, right? Um, so it's that same kind of catch twenty two that I'm stuck in. That's that, a tangent I could go on for hours. Yeah. For, by yeah. the way, I don't get it. It's, another time, but wow. Yeah, we're actually we're getting we are, close yeah, to our we, time. Oh, so I know. I, so I, did I answer any questions? <laughs> I don't know. Did we ask any? <laughs> just kept going. Did we do our job? Um, no. Okay. So Little Farm in Ojai Instagram. Go on their website. Don't buy a. Sh- I'm gonna say this. Don't buy a shirt first. Donate first, and then buy a shirt. Yeah. The biggest thing we you know really I mean? need right now. Um, we're getting slammed right now with a lot of emergency cases. Um, some that are public, some that are not, because they're a little too much. Um, but the 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 day-to-day stuff that we really need support holding down the fort on those guys um so that when we do get emergency cases um you can take them i can actually take them okay um and i can give them the care that they need and deserve and um and then make the call when it's enough is enough on their little bodies but um it's yeah it's the it's the it's the biggest thing is just trying to get on people's radars and, and, and letting them know that $5, $10, if there's a hundred of you, 
It makes a difference. It really makes it the biggest difference to me. Well, we don't quite have 100 listeners, but... That's not true. Hey, all 12 of you out there. <laughs> Thank you. She gets it. 12 of you. Please. $10 each. There you go. Cruising. Let's rack it up. Yeah. You're, you cover four goats for... 11 days. Oh, that's go. cool. Yeah. Okay. Look at that quick math that, over she, there. She said she was well, good we're, at math. So we're really putting hard. together a, 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 I hate calling it a business plan because it's, but it is, uh, you know, and trying to show what our, our daily, like what someone's. People like that though. Well, because we're trying to get, uh-huh. you know, an investor to, to support us to get this property. Um, but then I'm so scared of like, okay, well, if we get it, then holy shit. Then the work really starts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be an insane, intense build out. Every single animal is going to need to have a fully lockable safety structure at night. We're going to have to have our guardian dogs come out. Like it's going to be a really, it's going to be huge process to even open the doors. I can't wait. I can't wait either. I'm excited. We're going to be We're there supporting keep, you. Yeah, we will You're be there. Yeah, You're going to be the amazing. strange ladies in my kitchen. Yeah, yeah. taking off your boots. Hey, Les, like, what's up? Hey, Les. Hey, Les. Wait, who are those girls in the backyard? <laughs> it's the coffee we'll brewing. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Can we use your potty? Um, Les, we throw a couple eggs on, Les. <laughs> no, they're vegan. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Such a dick move. Wow. <laughs> you guys, throw a few strawberries in a bowl. I am... Fuck. We oh actually God. make an incredible breakfast, so yeah, Gosh, well, yeah. we're on it. We're on it. There's ways I to. I suck. No, you're great. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Katie, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Here. All right, Appreciate everyone. It. Bye. Bye.